0: Black. <laughs> I am betting on black tonight. Welcome back to Black Mentality, where we aim to intersect our daily black experiences with our mental health needs. What does that mean? Trying to achieve a state of mental wellness in this economy as a black person? Yeah, it's been a while, but like, I suppose I'm here, aren't I? (laughs) Um, It's episode 8 today, so it's going to be interesting. But before I begin, as always, I would like to acknowledge and pay my respects to the traditional owners of this nation. I am coming to you from Darug and Gandagara land. And today I'm going to be talking about diversity and inclusivity. So... I will get into why I chose this topic a bit later on, but I think it will be so interesting just to hear people's views um, about this particular topic and about the previous episodes I've done. Um, I think it's been great, I've been engaging, well, I kind of took a hiatus, to be honest, CoroCoro was doing something to me, you know, but like, either way, um, I'm back. <laughs> it's only been like a month and a bit. Like, I'm. I'm only a little bit late, but I've been fairly consistent. I have to give myself that. Yeah, pat yourself on the back Tracy. But anyway, um, so I'm talking about diversity and inclusivity. Wow. Uh, diversity is defined by the Diversity Council Australia as a mix of people in an organization who are different so socially or professionally in their identity and then inclusivity is now defined as the mix of people working together to increase performance and well-being so keep that in mind because i'm going to do a little bit of a game and then we're going to expand on those um definitions a bit later on but in terms of the game again aligning with the theme as i always do we're going to actually dissect um, I'll call Diversity Council Australia as DCA from now on, but we're actually going to dissect their definition of um, diversity and inclusivity. And I'm also going to shorten that to D and I, because I'm like, who has time to continue trying to be EDT, like, you know, to say EDT or EVT, <laughs> like, listen, bruv, I don't have that much time. Now I'm joking. Um... So, yes, so we're going to actually dissect um, DCA's definition of DNI, and we will apply their criteria to, let's say, your organization. So that will be part of the game. So essentially, it will kind of be like a checklist to see whether your organization or whatever setting that you've chosen is diverse and is inclusive. So for me, I will apply these questions to my word context when I start answering, but I encourage you to choose whatever setting that you're comfortable with. So question one, is there a mix of people of different ages, cultures, religions, and abilities? Yes. However, i'm almost like going to like blow everything up by sort of these little ad libs but however the mix and the demographic of staff i don't think i ever maintained there's no records per se that's a story for another day does your organization have a mix of professional identities so like different professions or expertise educational background and their levels of work exposure that kind of stuff and i would definitely say yes to that number three do you feel valued and respected for who you are in your working environment whoo loaded one value wise um i would say it is a no given my particular histories with my work and then respected by my immediate colleagues yes actually no by several colleagues yes it then becomes a situation of executive management versus everyone else so currently that's my issue but uh, yeah there's a sense of disrespect in a particular way that I will not share <laughs> with everyone because you know can't be speaking out against your work blowing and shit so um, keep it quiet anyway um do you feel connected to and accepted by your co-workers yes 110 percent five do you have opportunities to develop your career and progress i have opportunities yes um in terms of developing my career by attending training that kind of stuff in terms of progressing in terms of promotions. It is a bit more difficult in regards to, I believe, a lot of it is race-related. And, yeah, I never used to actually view it in that light. But I believe a lot of it has to be race-related and also being from my gender. I believe so. Um, Then number six, do you feel that you contribute your talents to your organisation? yes um i definitely contribute a lot of my talents um whether it is appreciated it's another topic again and not from my immediate colleagues it's more again from um up there let's just leave it as up there i know i'm being very vague but trust there are consequences to actually whistleblowing so i am trying to be as discreet as possible. I initially recorded this and I was full-blown ranting, but I was like, no Cannot be like that cannot um, But anyway to extend beyond their nice but very non-specific definitions again, like this is DCM referring to I would specifically and Yeah, I would definitely specifically employ questions that examine the presence the level and authenticity of representation because a truly diverse and inclusive organization will ensure that from the top down as in executive leadership boardroom kind of um, area kind of level there is representation of all different types of people so i i really am throwing shade here but either way it's (laughs) it's very yeah it's very shady but like unfortunately true but anyway food for thought Um, um, I chose a quote by Lupita Nyong'o she said until I saw people who looked like me I wasn't so sure that being an actress was a possibility for me this quote emphasized the importance of representation that can be achieved by actual inclusivity and diversity if it was actually enacted in the way that it has been written the fact that representation empowers people that are generally marginalized to be involved in activities or jobs that they perceived unattainable is very powerful and that's what i draw from this particular quote but in saying that well not just but, but like to add on top of that i'm also truly here for that challenge to pull up or shut up that the wonderful makeup artist jackie aina started because it really challenges that notion of equal opportunities, diversity and inclusivity. How it does that is that she had a campaign where it was specifically targeting all these companies and specifically those who claim to champion diversity and inclusivity and ask them to be transparent about their team's demographics. So much like I was saying earlier, yes, representation actually is what truly matters. and diversity and inclusivity is supposed to actually allow that to flourish. Right. But we know that specifically populations that are marginalised in the workforce, like black people will not always be represented. Hence my earlier little side shade about how, (laughs) about how I don't think there's particular opportunities. And I don't think that there's a bit of value for black people, so to speak. I don't necessarily see them in those positions. Hence, throwing that shade. Anyway, moving on to betting on black, I have August Inc. So that's their Instagram name. So August as in the actual month and then Inc. And this is a platform run by two black women who create initiatives and events to support, empower and uplift black women August Inc. generally provides a safe space for black women. And you may wonder how is it actually promoting diversity and inclusivity. But it does so by actually celebrating various shades and cultures within blackness. It exposes other black women to people from different walks of life with different experiences. So that's a big up to them as well. Then I've got another one, it's Employment Connect. I just have to double check their Instagram name. But the interesting thing is I actually really love these people um, and the work that they do. I'm not sure if it's actually purposely trying to promote diversity and inclusivity in the law, IT and finance sectors. But essentially, I, I think they do nonetheless, like indirectly, if that was not their intention, they really are. Um, So their Instagram name is, or handles, is um, employment. So I-double-M-P-L-O-Y-M-E-N-T underscore connect. So just normal spelling of connect. C-O-N-N-E-C-T. Yeah, so Employment Connect, I chose them because, like I said, um, they, well, I didn't really give you a spill, but like they work to actually try to enable diversity and inclusion for African youth in particular, it law and um, finance sectors by providing mentorship, internships and job opportunities again in these settings. So it really does flourish um, a lot of diversity and inclusivity in those settings. And those networking opportunities actually opens up a lot of doors for a lot of these people And enables that representation to actually continue on. Imagine seeing someone who is, I don't know, a judge and they're black in Australia. That would be amazing, isn't it? But, as you know, my favorite aspect, let us talk black. So, I have a very... I have a few viewpoints towards the term diversity and inclusivity. Like I said, I'll be referring to it as D and I, because I ain't got no time to be talking about itis, you know. But to me, those terms really perpetuate a sense of othering, of ethic, like of ethnics. And I feel like that further alienate groups such as Black and Indigenous people, to be honest. Like for me, I end up thinking, I'm like, what is the norm that is being benchmarked against? Like I know we're in a white supremacist and patriarchal system that we work and live under and that the benchmark that they're probably referring to is a white heterosexual man and then a woman and then other ethnics and then black people. So essentially, without trying to make it look like it's a suffering Olympics tact, the darker in who you are, the more it becomes challenging, really. And the more then they try to put these initiatives to say that we want to be inclusive of the other that is not the current status quo. Anyway, so again, how does this perpetuate things, you may ask, right? Well, D and I also purport this idea that spaces should have cultural, gender, and physical, and ability and religion diversity, and that we should feel respected and connected, right? Whilst this does actually occur to a degree, it doesn't really address the nuanced and core issues that black people face. For example. There's hardly any representation of Black people in the decision-making spaces like I was talking about before. And how difficult is it for us to obtain a job, for example, under equal employment opportunity schemes, and how there is a different goalpost for us when it comes to actually trying to obtain these jobs and how, from a young age, we all know this saying, you need to work twice as hard. So an example of how it doesn't really address specific issues for Black people is that if you search diversity and inclusion consultants on Google, see what comes up. See, like, just, just search it up and see what comes up. Then let me know what you find and what you think, because I can spend all day talking about how those consultants are not going to specifically address issues that are facing the Black community around, I suppose, again, dni in the workplace or in whatever setting because representation is not there but either way to extend beyond that if there really is dni of black people at times you know it does happen it can and actually mostly from my understanding or from what i've seen it becomes tokenistic because sometimes they hire one black person to just sprinkle a little bit of color on their team and essentially they see that as meeting the diversity quota so imagine granted the black community is not that large in australia however there are enough of us to be in positions that are more senior and for there to be more than one there's literally room for more than one black person in saying that i'm also sure that there are organizations that are actually championing Existing within and demonstrating a diverse inclusive and most importantly representative framework. I'm not going to be dissing those nonetheless um, Just to spaz that research that I like um, I found an article as you know, I always start Aussie first um, try to go indigenous black however It's very difficult generally and I know The U.S. is generally a little bit ahead, given that they have established their blackness there a bit more and have had opportunities to be in research. And I'm not saying indigenous people here haven't established their identity, but it's just the opportunities. And it's very different in terms of the research that is conducted by indigenous people here or on indigenous issues might not be by an indigenous person. But anyway, I found an article titled Black Models Matter Challenging the Racism of Aesthetics and the Facade of Inclusion in the Fashion Industry by Scarlett L. Newman. Isn't that great? I just love it. The title, like, obviously you could tell why it drew me in. It's not my particular industry, but I thought it was a really relevant article um, written in 2017, I believe. And it actually further enhanced my own points on how DNI frameworks are performative at best. Essentially, the article discussed and provided examples to show how representation of black models has remained poor even in 2017, when the article was published, as I mentioned. She explores how essentially the fashion industry has continued presenting this facade that they promote diversity, yet the numbers of black models are missing or do not add up. So classic tokenism is strongly a play here. And she also touches on how the pay differs significantly for black models compared to anyone else. So here, there are issues of representation and monetary worth or value of black models that remain pervasive. Somewhat parallel to what I was talking about in terms of my own experience, if you remember, I said the value I feel like, generally reduced and i could speak on sometimes when trying to negotiate for salaries in health it's a little bit um, easier because you've got particular awards that you have to abide by but even within that award you can sort of move in and out a little bit and generally i find that everyone always tries to start at the bottom and i'm like hells to the no you're gonna pay me but it's also not that easy to Really try to confront people when it comes to again being paid what worth. Um, she, as in Scarlett, um, the author of the article, all pro- she actually promotes and then proposes this initiative, um, called the Diversity Coalition. I think um, Naomi Campbell is in that and Iman, and then they have their own project where they're actually trying to champion to continue campaigning for inclusive um, spaces in the fashion industry and actually continuing the conversations around that race in that industry. So I I think the article kind of summarizes again what I was saying, which was about how representation really matters. And yes, there is this facade that supposedly d and i will support us but it's not necessarily deconstructing and really focusing on the particular issues that we as black people face yes we might be able to have a mixture of different ethnicities religions and genders and um definitely sexual orientation however that is just going to sort of like put a band-aid on particular issues that black and indigenous people face in this country which is there is nowhere as near enough representation of us in particular industries and also in decision making spaces like tell me how many politicians there are that are black and then let me know just to prove that point that representation is missing but moving on to my mental health tips in line again with the DCA's recommendation for advocating for DNI, which side note, I kind of think it's a little bit ridiculous that you have to build a case for what should be the foundation of an organization. But DCA actually come up with a business case for DNI in your workplace. But either way, <laughs> mental health tip number one. Remember that game that we played where it was essentially like a checklist? Well, use that checklist sometimes to actually determine whether you as an individual actually feel respected, connected, feel like you're enabled to contribute and have equitable opportunities to progress in your setting of choice in an organization or work for example. Number two, align your values with a company. So rather than Trying to just get a job actually see if your workplace values diversity and is free of discrimination which I know is unlikely because we know the system that we work in but I Suppose there are places where it's a little bit softer and it's a little bit more bearable but in that case Really try to find a workplace that cultivates your talents because then you're more likely to be productive and that is because you're not experiencing distressing events imagine like if you're going through microaggressions all the time you think that will be easy to work so find a company that at least aligns with your values it might not just be about diversity but just any value that you might have like for example you want a workplace that is respectful of each other that really emphasizes that that really values the um their workers by showing appreciation for example so like having employee of the month um so dca also say that by a company having values of diversity and that is free of discrimination you can actually have greater employee satisfaction which leads to improved productivity and profitability so That is, if you want to make a business case for D&I in your workplace, you can do that as well. But I thought that was an important um, point to bring in because, again, it's about trying to make sure that you yourself, when you go to work or whatever organization that you're in, when you align your values with the company, you want to be able to have satisfaction, right? Because it will definitely improve your productivity and also make you feel better that's just just it yeah and you want to also consider whether wherever you are working is going to appreciate this set of skills so are they actually going to look and actually allow you to be creative and innovative and to actually work in a way that will not only make you feel better and also not only strengthen your ability i suppose to perform in that industry but are they also being able to yeah like just deliver on being able to give you that particular um platform to just spread your wings and fly so Generally, that's what I look for in a workplace as well. And I love autonomy. So if a workplace can ensure that I have autonomy, I am there. (laughs) I will run to that company as soon as possible just to make sure that my values and my needs are met. And autonomy for me enables my self-growth and professional growth as well. It enables me to really just you know, be productive um, in a very creative and innovative way. Mental health tip number four, checking in with yourself. The best thing that you can do for yourself is just to check with yourself throughout the day. If not throughout the day, at the end of the day or at the end of the week, just ask yourself if you're happy in your organization. How are you going? Do you feel like you're well valued? Do you feel like you're able to flourish in that particular environment? And if you're happy with where you are, perfect. Continue with that journey. Definitely will not stop you. If you're not, I suppose there's a lot of things that you can then, I suppose, work on in terms of actually addressing what's going on. Firstly, try to identify what is going on if you're not happy. Once you identify that, problem-solve if there's a particular way you can problem-solve for example if there's any discrimination that's going on you can try to report it obviously through your line management first If that doesn't work because we all know these things are quite tricky and we know there's there's a caveat whenever there's anything related to reporting discrimination because it's very difficult to generate evidence to prove that this person was being racist or they were being um or displaying microaggression it's very hard to prove in. so in a way yes report if you can line management you can always report it to um anti-discrimination australia as well so that's something that you can do i think they've got a new south Wales branch but those are the places that you can also report and speak to someone about them definitely friends family um and whoever you feel comfortable professional if you have to talk to a therapist that kind of stuff i know my psychoanalyst definitely heard a lot about my journeys (laughs) and she was she, she took it as a learning curve that was the interesting thing and um for me it's always interesting um being able to actually relay the experiences that i'm going through and really analyze I suppose my position with them and then be able to actually try and figure out what the next move is because it's not always about staying there you know but in either way another mental health tip is practicing self compassion and celebration of your own achievements because you may not receive that in certain organizations or you may be overlooked so definitely practice that and self-compassion is particularly important um, when your organization may make you doubt your abilities talents or even worth so do something kind for yourself take a break whenever it's lunchtime. go for a walk do something that just nurtures you that makes you feel good and there's a difference between distracting yourself and making yourself feel good so yes they might intersect in terms of activities that you do like let's say if going for a walk is something that makes you feel good but it's also a distraction. That's okay. Just do something to actually make you physically take a break and make you just feel good for a moment when you're at work. And of course, recite how deserving you are of something. When you're at work, when you're at home, whenever you're with yourself, just be able to emphasize and remind yourself of your worth to practice all those things. Just, I'm a firm believer in positive affirmations and I love it I practice that so I would say definitely that is a good one especially when you are for example been rejected in particular things within the organization you let's say you didn't get a particular promotion that's generally something that helps and also to not always think it's about you because again you may doubt yourself but there's actually a larger issue at hand aka corruption however that's a story for another day and lastly i know this isn't always an option but i encourage people to leave if it's financially viable for them to do so and if it's impacting on your health so that's your physical mental spiritual and your social health it's there's nothing that is worth depleting or making your health deteriorate especially not work so it needs to align with what is actually useful for you so in summary we played a game which elicited whether you felt like diversity and inclusivity existed in your setting of choice i encourage you to all try that game at home then we looked at a quote by Lupita Nyong'o that really emphasized on how If D&I are enacted on correctly, representation of black people will really be evident. Then the betting on black was to, it went to August Inc. and Employment Connect. So those are their Instagram handles. You can find them there. Definitely engage with their content. It's it's great. And then uh, talking black, of course, we went through my viewpoints in particular about how I felt D and I actually perpetuate some sort of sense of othering but also are not necessarily nuanced to address the core issues that black people face such as representation and that it sometimes involves tokenism whenever they're trying to meet their D and I quota and then i use the example um from the article uh by scarlett l newman she was really talking more about again black models actually do face a lot of issues with representation like it's 2017 when she wrote this and yes we have progressed more so because rihanna has taken things in her hand but like aside from that the main fashion industry outside of Rihanna still remains adversive towards actually being fair towards black models and then we had mental health tips again just to always align your values with a company if possible make sure you check in with yourself as always and if you have capacity report discrimination yes it does take energy practice a bit of self-compassion and lastly leave if it's not serving you but that is it from me this week um i really want to hear what you all think so if you hear this dm me or just send me a message for however you want to communicate with me telepathy is not an option unfortunately <laughs> not in this day and age but Send me a DM. Um, I have different ways that you can get in contact with me. There's Twitter. So my handles as always are black mentality underscore. And this is on Instagram and Twitter. And you can send me a curious cat as well. So my link tree is actually um on my Instagram where you can actually see where you can anonymously share your questions and compliments if you have anything in particular. But definitely more than keen for DMs. Talk to me. I enjoy <laughs> dialogue. You know this. But anyway, thanks so much. I tried to keep it under 30 minutes. Hopefully, oh, 32. Yes. Oh, this is a good record. Okay, I will stop talking now just so I don't go beyond that time that I'm saying i Trying to maintain. Anyway, thank you and see you love next time. Deuces!